When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome. Happy Tuesday or whatever day you are listening to this. It is quite literally the most beautiful day in Los Angeles I think that we've had in a few months. And I'm currently sitting in my new living room. Both of my cats are sunbathing. I'm sunbathing. It's just honestly insane to be here. If you've been following me on Instagram, you know that I just moved. And What's really weird is I'm actually looking at where I just moved from, from my view. Like I can literally see downtown Los Angeles, like out of my window. And it's really strange to be able to like almost sit on top of where, like a hill, like on top of where you used to live. Like it's kind of surreal. But anyways, I moved and the sunlight and the nature that is surrounding me is just insane. Like I literally feel... It's only been like, what, four days maybe, but I feel like I'm on top of the world. Like I just, even me PMSing right now when I'm, I'm usually like in shambles emotionally, I'm still a little feeling a little bit off, but nothing quite like, you know, prior to moving how bad my PMS and moods were and stuff. So I've been feeling actually pretty good despite my normal PMDD symptoms. And I don't know, like, I think it has to do with the sunshine. It has to do with just like, being in this new space and it's just so special. It feels more like a home. Um, I feel more like I have a deck. I have a washer and dryer, which is insane. I haven't had one of those since I moved out of my parents' house the last four years. So it's been kind of crazy to have that and to be able to just like, oh, I can just go wash clothes right now without having to like lug them down flights of stairs or in, at another building or something like that. So lots of pros of being here. It's just a really special special place. And I know it feels like I move a lot too um, for those who have been following me for a bit. I've gotten a few comments that are like, it feels like you're, you move all the time. But I feel like that's part of the fun for me of being young is that I can just like move around and try new spots out. And I just feel like part of my personality too is just like I get so bored easily and I just want to change of environment like all the time. So I really chase that like, hey, my lease is up. I'm going to go to a new spot. And it helps kind of like move stagnant energy. I really believe that moving around if you can, especially when you're young, you know, it can be really nice. So I've been doing that the last four years. I've literally lived in four different places since I've moved out. And this one by far is my favorite, which is really nice too, to just like feel like I'm leveling up each time, which is nice. And I don't know, I'm just like really trying to soak it in. It's been hectic. Moving is hectic. I also have been having some like minor health problems. Uh, I was having some like weird migraine issues that was just leaving me super like dizzy and lightheaded and fatigued all the time. Uh, they're called like um, vestibular migraines and they're really frustrating because it's not like a pain. 
that you can be like, oh, I have a pain, like a headache right now. It's like they cause like other neurological symptoms. So I've been to the emergency, not emergency room, the urgent care a few times. There's been lots of down days and tears and anxiety induced uh, moments that haven't been great. But you know what? I'm better. I am taking care of it. I am going to be okay. But that's what's, what's been going on for me as well. Um, I've just been kind of feeling this like sense of creativity and inspiration too lately that I've just been trying to ride with, which is always nice. Like I'll go through lulls, obviously, of being depressed or like out of it. And then uh, there's days and weeks where I feel like I'm ready to go and just like wanting to crank out projects and new ideas and stuff like that. So having a lot of cool new ideas recently and thoughts and things so yeah that's where I'm at but I hope everyone is doing well um I did a Q&A recently on Instagram where I basically shared kind of just like I did well I did a Q&A and I was just talking about loneliness because I got a lot of questions um of like how to be alone, how to live alone. People were saying that they were traveling and that they're in a new country alone or they're doing solo travel or maybe, you know, you're going to to go college far away or you're like, I don't know, anything that requires you to kind of be more on your own and out of your normal environment or normal like home, whatever that is. Um, This podcast is for you. Or maybe you're home and you're not traveling, you're not moving but you also as well feel lonely often or you just maybe feel like you don't have that many friends around you or as many friends as you would like or maybe you're not in a relationship and you feel like, oh my God, like I'm just so alone, whatever. This is for you because I'm basically going to discuss five tips to help you be happy alone (laughs) and how to combat loneliness. So, First things first, the first one that I'm going to give is basically not going to be the easiest pill to swallow, but it's something that I think has really helped me. And also to preface this, I am an only child, so not only am I just alone currently living alone, I've been quite alone for kind of a long time. Like I don't have, I've mentioned, I don't have a lot of family nearby. I've never been that close to my family, so I really feel like I've been alone for a good amount of my life and especially in my more adult years I've been really alone so I do feel like I you know I feel like I can talk about this some because I've also not had like I've been living alone I had one roommate at one point but I've lived alone the last three years and or last two and a half years and then for the first year that I moved out I lived alone and then had a boyfriend at one point but we're gonna ignore him um And what's so weird, actually, another thing I'll preface by saying is that you can also be surrounded by people and still feel lonely. And that's also a really weird phenomenon that I'll talk about at the end. But so maybe, you know, you are living with someone or you do have a roommate, but you still feel that loneliness. So that's very normal as well. Um, But anyways, the first tip that I have is the one that's a pill that's not easiest to swallow. That is coming to terms with the fact that as humans, we are going to get lonely. Like it's just the fact. And I think that was really hard for me to understand and for me to grasp, especially, especially when I was younger, because I kept trying to fight it. You know, I kept trying to fight 
the loneliness. I kept trying to, you know, fill my days with people and things and I would then use up my whole social battery and then I would be surrounding myself with people and and relationships that actually made me feel more lonely, but not like physically lonely. So I think just coming to terms with the fact that as humans and as people who um, exist and who have consciousness and who, especially in this day and age with like social media, whenever you get, and also when you get to a certain age, you know, you're not like in a college or in a community, you're kind of more alone. Um, Loneliness is going to happen. And so I think like kind of accepting that it's going to happen, accepting that you're going to feel bouts of loneliness at different times of your life, that it is something that most people feel at some point, that most people experience. Some people also are more prone to feeling lonely, you know? Um, my mom would always joke with me because I would call her and be like, I feel so lonely. And she's like, Sophia, you literally saw your friend this morning. Like some people go for a while without not seeing friends. You're like complaining. And I'm like, yeah, but to me, like, because I'm such an extrovert, I think, um, that to me still makes me feel lonely. I'm like, I want to be around someone all the time. Uh, so I think we have different varying levels of loneliness and whatnot. And I think that, you know, combating loneliness is really important because it can honestly make you so depressed and feel so low and feel so shitty. So it's really good to, no matter where you are in life, you know, to just take some of these lessons in and such. Also, if you want to share some lessons with me or some tips too, please do. But anyway, so number one is just going to be acknowledging that it's okay to feel lonely and that we all go through these periods and that you're not alone. And, you know, you can lean into it a little bit too. lean into loneliness, kind of understand that feeling that way can be also helpful and can be insightful and can be a really cool growing experience, which is what I'll get to next. But not always looking at feeling lonely as like a negative thing, I think really helped me. Like not just being like, oh shit, I feel lonely. Got to run to the next thing. Got to call a friend immediately and like, you know, push that feeling down. It's like sit with it for a second and be like, okay, like I feel really lonely. You know, like, is it because I'm uncomfortable being with my thoughts and myself right now? Is it because I genuinely haven't seen people in a while? You know, stuff like that. Really like sit with it and ask yourself some questions before just like freaking out, you know? Um, number two is that loneliness often comes with growth and it's something that I've discussed with my boyfriend, with other friends and the periods that you are alone a lot, periods where you maybe find yourself not seeing friends as much or not dating anyone, or, you know, maybe you like are moving somewhere, you're traveling alone or you, whatever, those periods of temporary loneliness are some of the most, some of the periods that will literally enhance your life and literally take your life to a whole new level and are going to change and make you mature and just like completely transform your life. So, you know, there's been, that's the whole like eat, pray, love thing, right? That whole fucking movie book situation where basically Julia Roberts, 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 oh my God. Julia Roberts goes off, solo travels, finds herself, eats pasta, goes to like a monk, finds a monk, like meditates, does all this stuff, really goes out and adventures and is almost totally alone, right? She meets new people. 
she has these experiences she wouldn't have had if she had like a whole group with her because sometimes honestly having a bunch of people around you all the time doesn't let you explore fully right like if you've ever been on a trip with a bunch of people like it's so much fun of course like love a good friend vacation absolutely amazing but it does inhibit your ability to make your own decisions about where you want to go where you want to stay how you want to spend your time and Also, you're very much just jaded by the fact that all your friends are around you and you're not really having to look anywhere else for entertainment and for fun and all of that. And so when you're in a new environment, let's say you're just moved somewhere or again, you're traveling and you're alone, use that time to be like, okay, how can I really level up, right? Like how can I explore more and be more curious and meet people from where I'm at right now, meet people at the college I'm going to, meet people in my new like town, my new environment. I mean, I'm doing that some, like I've been going to new coffee shops around me and meeting my neighbors and just getting to know what's around me. And, you know, if I had maybe three roommates, I wouldn't be extending myself as much, you know, I'd be like, okay, well, I already have my circle here and my friends and my same coffee shops and spots. So being able to branch out when you're lonely is really great. And the ability to look elsewhere, to have that curiosity that oftentimes we don't get whenever we're occupied. So using loneliness, number two, using loneliness as a catalyst for growth is really important. Um, I just feel like, honestly, the times too that I've like been working really hard and isolating myself have been whenever I've made the most money and I've been the most successful and I've had the most power in myself and in my thoughts and brain and stuff. And there's something that comes whenever you allow yourself to be still and to allow yourself to have like yearning and desires and lust and, you know, kind of understanding more of your wants and needs. Because if you're just, if you're getting everything all the time, 24 seven, you know, you don't get to just like have that, that yearning for something and that want and desire. And it's almost like the whole idea of like, if you're up, up, up all the time, then like, you know, you don't even, you can't differentiate what's up and what's down. So you've got to have the low periods and the periods of slight isolation and um, doing things alone to really benefit from whenever you are with people, if that makes sense. So, okay. Number three is fill your alone time wisely. So I would say, you know, if you're feeling really alone, I would genuinely try to find new hobbies and new things for you to do while you're alone. So for me, like the more that I sit on my phone or just like not really do anything and meander around the house when I'm feeling lonely, it only exacerbates it. So if I have things to do, like I'll give myself tasks around the house or in projects, or I'll start a new painting or I'll start making new interesting content or documenting the lonely pro- the process, right? Like document yourself living alone, make a short film, maybe write about it, um, start writing your own like little mini book. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm, these are all things that like I would do. So I have to think about people that aren't in my own brain. Um, start kind of like having little self dates and start kind of like creating hobbies like buy air dry clay and start using clay at night while you're watching tv start doing things and practicing and exercising that muscle that basically will help you create more love for being alone so it's like if we're just used to diddly dallying dilly dilly daddling 
Jesus. Dilly-daddling. When we're alone and sulking, then we're always going to associate being alone with sulking and feeling shitty. So if you can fill some of those times and those moments with things that make you feel good and that are creative and that are fun, then you'll start associating your brain will be like, oh my God, like that was actually really fun. I can do more of that. You know, it's like the domino effect. So creating more hobbies is number three, more great ways to fill your time. Number four is get outside and be where people are as much as you can. So even if like, you know, you're not in a place where all your friends are, you don't have plans that week or whatever, at least still be in areas where people frequent. So for me, it's like, I will go to a park and just like people watch or like dog watch, or I will go to coffee shops and work. You know, if you work from home, try working from a coffee shop one or two days a week, you know, if you can, like things like that, you know, and and I think having, being in environments that still feel like they're full of life is really important. Going to a movie, seeing a movie, like at a movie theater where there's people or, you know, going to dine in a restaurant, not just like eating takeout, but actually going and sitting at a restaurant and being, you know, talking to a waiter and actually sitting at a table and looking at what other people are ordering and like having that type of human contact, even if it's small, even if it's not this big meaningful thing can still help with the loneliness. It makes me feel at least like, okay, like I'm alive. There's other people doing things. We're all good. I'm not just like stuck in my house feeling alone and sulking. So that really helps me is getting outside, going for a walk, getting fresh air, looking at all the cars passing by, go to the mall, go to a store, browse around, fill your days, fill your empty moments with seeing new people, people watching, being observant, all of that. It really helps. And then number five is one that's kind of obvious, but definitely just FaceTiming friends and family as much as you can, scheduling phone dates if you're long distance, if you just you know don't see your friends that much, scheduling those conversations, checking in with your friends. Sometimes, most of the time, other people are feeling lonely too. So even just reaching out to friends, being like, hey, like let's whatever. Also, another cool thing is you could even start like little um, – like group things like a group book club or a group movie club or things like that where it can be like something you can all do like once a week or like you and a couple friends or family members whatever where you can check in with each other you know maybe it's like even holding yourself accountable for working out you could have like a little workout chat group so finding also ways to communicate more with the people around you will also help also going to workout classes I forgot for the last one like that's a great way to meet new people, to be around people. That's why I love going to workout classes because I love just like being around people first thing in the morning. It's so fun. So definitely FaceTiming, um, being around, again, uh, creating like more community with your friends, family, whatever. And then also watching comforting shows. I know that sounds like a cop-out, but if you're really feeling lonely, one of my favorite things to do is put on like Friends or Seinfeld or a reality TV show or something where there's just a lot of people and a lot of camaraderie and it's not dramatic and it's just kind of like a comforting show it makes me feel like I can just sit in it and enjoy it and almost be a part of it so as sad as that sounds when worse comes to worse there's been nights where I've been like the times when I was really heartbroken I was extremely lonely because you're obviously used to being with someone all the time and then you're not and I was like literally wanted to curl up into a ball and like shrivel away because I was so lonely. So I would put on Friends, which isn't a great show, but it's comforting to me. 
and I would just like almost pretend like I was like in their world and in their friend group or sex in the city great example too I am obsessed with that show so things like that and then the last one that's not really a final like this is like a bonus one but honestly leaning into the discomfort and this goes with so much and it's such a hard fucking thing to do and it's so much easier for me to just sit here and be like yeah lean into discomfort but it's one of the, the the best most beneficial things we can do for ourselves when it comes to anxiety loneliness depression heartache friendship loss grief all the hard parts of life of being a human leaning into discomfort sitting with it realizing it, doing what you need to do to kind of adjust to it. You know, we're very adaptable creatures. We can do hard things. But definitely just also sitting with the discomfort is important. So, you know, I'm giving you tips to distract yourself, but also sitting with it is very important. So anyways, I hope this is helpful. I really feel like I've gone to a point where with my loneliness, I don't even feel like I would consider myself lonely anymore. And yes, I'm surrounded by people and we all different circumstances, but I in theory could be lonely, but I think I'm so used to it. And I've exercised that muscle and practice all these things so much that I don't even think about it. Like when I am home alone and whenever I'm in bed and going to sleep and I'm making dinner for myself. I'm like, oh my God, it's like, I'm alone. This is so great. Like, I don't even think twice. It's almost like a habit or something when it just becomes part of your normal life routine. So anyways, I hope this is helpful and I hope that everyone's doing okay. Like I said, beginning of the year feels crazy sometimes. Also, why is January so long? Like it's, we still have a week. It's felt like it's just been forever, but anyways, I guess I'm not complaining. It's it's kind of scares me when life moves too fast. So anyways, love you guys. That's it for this episode today. Um, I will be back either later this week or next week.